0: The if tezvaf members of a town they purchase a sefor tyre the hisnu and they make it tenai make a condition shem yed say echad that if one of the members moves out of town shanish orim the remaining people in town yitnu loy chelik that they'll give him his chelik which means that they literally they're buying the sefor tyre and shufes. I have a deal that if I move out of town, you have to buy me out. All right? The hookru has And now, what happens is the storm went up in value. Now one guy moves out. You only have to pay him whatever he chipped in. So you chip in for a safe Ten guys live in town. They chip in to buy a safe together for $30,000. So each one gets $3,000. Now, five years later, one moves out. And by then, the safe went up in value. Right? It's totally in labor. And it's a beautiful safe That's worth $45,000. So now, the, the Rolacha tells us he only gets back $3,000. The amount he initially invested in it, he doesn't get back to $4,500. Whereas in a shudfus, in a typical business, when you would divide the shudfus, it would be dependent on the value of the time of dividing the business. So that's the chiddush here. The Rolacha, that what? Uh, that, uh, no, that you only have to pay him back the amount he originally invested into the Sefer Torah. So he made it tonight. So in the Zain says if he didn't make it tonight, the only time you could say that you get to buy out your Shutfus in a Sefer Torah, or Sforim, or in a Shul, is if at the time you donated the money that tonight was that once you leave town, you expect to get it back. But otherwise, the standard understanding is it will remain with the shul. Why do you only get back the original investment? They only made a condition that they made it that they're not going to start evaluating everything that you, you chipped in in the shul, but then you get back the money you invested. And what happens, you pull out the contract and it's questionable exactly which time period you're talking about the value. It will still be this halacha, why? Because we have a rule of amaitzmeh chaveh of avaraya, right? That whoever is the mochzik, you want the money, you have to prove it. It's a the mochzik, you want the money, Definitely the is in, remaining here in, in the shul. They have to pay back a certain amount of money. V'yesh safek now you have a question how much to return. So, you could say, Safe Torah is definitely staying here. The E Mishum now you want more money, I see Rayushka. So, you have to bring the Rayah. You want to charge more money than the Shul. The Shul is considered the Mukhzak because the Safe is definitely staying here. If there's a question where the Safe would be staying, so then the Shul is not necessarily a on the Safe But what he's saying, with the Shul is definitely Mukhzak on the Safe you want more, you've got to prove it. Well, according to this the second reason even if the price went down in value you only have to pay him the lower value because once again you're maybe we meant whatever value later which might be lower according to the first tonight note the deal was that the original value stays so depending on the two reasons but if in the original condition, this guy, when this guy invested in the shul or in the safe terror, he made a deal that at the end he can buy out everybody else when he moves out. Now, the shul is no longer considered a on the safe So then, even if afterwards he's willing to let them hold on to the safe terror. But since he has the right to take it with him, so then we come and then you're not going to have a mitzmech del anymore. So then the second reason won't apply. Because the only time you have a of is if the is definitely staying here. Now the question is how much to pay him. So then you want to take the money from the shul. You have to prove it. Even on the other hand, he'd have the right to take the sevetory and buy them out. Then they're no longer considered a muhzik. If they're no longer considered a muhzik, you're not going to have this reason either. I don't think that today we generally have such uh, conditions. Mm-hmm. I mean, yes, when people lend Sifritariah long-term to shuls, many of them do a written contract to make sure that, you know, if something happens to them, and then the shul says, no, it was donated, or to that, that you know, the kids should have written proof who belonged to. That's Zafka when you're loaning something. I never heard that, you know, in a shul, that, you know, they looked at themselves as business investors. I don't know. But I haven't been around the block that many times, so. Could be this things going on in the world, I don't know. you only get back the amount you invested. This is all an our type of scenario. The tonight because the condition loy hay If you didn't make any deal at the time that you donated the money or you invested into your local shul, of course, when you move out, you can't take your money back. All your condition does is that can you take the money back. They say, bring a proof how much we have to give you back, and you'll, we'll pay you that. Let's say two partners buy a house. There's a deal between them, so that any guy can buy out of the partnership whenever he wants. And the value, building of a business goes up in price. One guy wants to buy it want to sell out his partnership in business you definitely get based on the current value just because you made a deal that you have the right to sell out your partnership doesn't mean that you have less of a, of a, of a value in your partnership because when you make a deal that you have the right to sell out your partnership when you want you're doing that to make it better for yourself not worse that you don't have to, to, to deal with, well, you don't have to wait till they're willing, but they have to accept your sellout when you want. But by Sefer Torah, it's not like that. built tonight. But by Sefer Torah, it's not like that because the only reason why you have any to get, to get, a, to get a sellout or a buyout, whatever you want to call it, a buyout, is because you made the tonight, and therefore not. Right? Because otherwise, without the tonight, the Sefer Torah blocks to Shul. Right, Now this is so special to my safety. but in every other business, right, there's did good or you're good, You're a partner, and whenever the safety whenever your business goes up in value, you have more value in the business. It goes down, you have less value in the business. Safety, we don't look at it like that. Safety goes up or down in shul. We don't say that you have more value in your are right? So shul safety. What do do with you? okay, members of the city one shoe. I'm sure you can come up with many such reasons. get along. Had to have a break off, right? What's a, what's a good shoe without a break off, right? Right, you, you, gotta, you So there's a break off. You got to split the longings. So how do you do it? If there's no... Items that one person, that individuals donated, and 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 everyone calls this the plainly, or the plainly set of or the plainy set of shas. Right, everyone knows that this is still miyuches to the guy who donated it. Then Yochel, who he or his yashim, could take them to the base knesset that he's going to daven it's not called any longer, it's the So, even though it is a sticker inside, you technically know who donated it. You don't have any more right to take it with you. So what do you do? So then you'll do the same thing you'll do with the things that belong to the cow. that right? That which was raised together. For to those who say, some say, okay, the Shul had 100 members, 60 members are going to be one Shul, 40 members are the other Shul. So you take everything and split it 60 40. Uh, who, who gets counted in the 60 40? Anyone who, so this first Yeshayim says, anyone who's any males 13 years and older. Even the children and the women have a Shulk. They inherit the Shulk from their forefathers. Sorry, and then therefore you'd have to count them as well. Now, what happens happens if you can't divide the items? So then, Then what do you do? You use it a certain amount of time a year? You use a certain amount of time a year. You split a family. What do you mean split a family? Five people in a family and 64 years. What do you mean? You count up. There's 100 members. Each member has how many family members? uh, It's a family membership? Whatever it is. So you have to count up how many people are your total members. You don't just count how many family members you have, how many total members you have, how many total members are going to be part of Shul A, how many total members are going to be part of Shul B, and that's the percentages you use i just thinking it may not end up 64. Whatever, right, right. Whatever percentage comes out. But that's what you have to do. The question is, do you calculate only those who are 13 years and older? Or do you, or do you calculate even the women and the ch- males? Or do you cal- calculate women and children as well? That's the Shailu. Right? And, items, and if you can't do that, so then you break it up by time. Next scenario. This has happened. Qahal Shabaruchu ear. A congregation was forced to run from the city. I mean, during World War One, this mamish was very popular. And one person, you know, he was the last one out, or for whatever reason, he had a forethought, and he took the Kle with him. And after Baruch you Hashem, know, after the war settled down, they helped to return. So, You can't say, I saved it, so I keep it. He has to return it. Even if he was the guy who donated them originally. And he says, I'm moving on to another town, you know, it's too dangerous this area now. No, he has to return it. Since the majority, as long as the majority of people move back here and the seaboard and the, and the is re established, the items belong to them. See, it's very interesting because you have to know in Cheshire but there's a locha called Minitzel if you see an item about to be burnt and you save it, it sometimes in a you can keep it, even if the original owner shows up. He was saying with his drum heckish, seems it's not like that. Mm-hmm. Right? You uh, buy the right to go all year. Right? They they get sent out. Right? If at the time that they, you bought the, the, the glue around, you already knew that this is going to be the law, right? You, it was already accelerated that October 1st, everyone's been thrown out. But you bought it, because you were holding, you were hedging your bets, that there was a mishtadel of atelah, and you should have made it tonight. And if you didn't make it tonight on this, then what? Then you have to pay off the whole year's, your, 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 your yearly promise. You promised $1,000 all year round, if you knew there was a chance that they had going to thrown out, but you didn't make it tonight that it's dependent on saying that, you still have to pay. The If you made it tonight, the you Commission it tonight, you have to make it with all halachas and choshmishmen of Tanayim, that's Tanayim, Ma'asa, Tanayi all the rules of Tanayim, right? But that's mashma. if you had no idea they're going, to send you. They're, going to, they're going to throw you out, so then it would be different. If, if at the time he bought the hagula, he said, I'm paying a thousand dollars for but the Haglila, but tonight is that I get hagglu all year round. Which means that if anything occurs that I can't get it, then I don't have to pay up. And they agreed to that, then Avadi doesn't have to pay up. So now it's going to be dependent on on, on what the understanding was in the beginning of the year and whether they knew that there's a chance of being thrown out. Next halachan, this happens on a regular basis, you find a dollable on the floor, you find something, you find a Avedah, Matzidava Bechatzah Beis you find something in shul, or in the courtyard of a shul, Beis Knesses, you can keep it. You don't say that, the, 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 the kainah, the chatzah kainah mita ve'en yad Because the chatzah is kainah mita yad. hektish doesn't have a yad cost of he brings out it, it's not so partial. That really have to. Dark says with to be able to say that. And his lashon is Dark but in some Sadikai, the safe of today, didn't rock in head yet, which is in the Amir look vaykam, see you're There's a whole shayla when you say that today heckler says they didn't like hedget because we don't no longer have a base in Mikdash. So it's not poshity if you find something. I guess if it's a small item, zikh, give it to its darker, you know, you solve the problem, give it to the shoe. If it's a big item, you know, you found it, so you have to consult your your Badain am <laughs> <laughs> Someone who donates something to shul, game like a curtain, the little platters and stuff. <laughs> right? The stuff to put on the safe Torah. <laughs> he donates a kashas, He wants to put his name on it. <laughs> we know many times throughout the Torah, ter-er, those who did mitzvahs, right? And therefore, so to here, he has the right to put his name on it to mafias and did the mitzvah. Which means that he can't say, "I want to donate a shas," the shul doesn't want it because I want my name on it. they want a the donation. He can't say, "I'm donating something; you better take it and I'm putting my name on it." Now, because of the Chasideh, a very important warning, and the more recent Maesis, if you're in the reading, especially the Chasideh Maesis books, there there's many stories that, that uh, of things Shrekul Chazak and the gay of this. And then he wanted to chip in with him. And he said, this is mine. I'm building this shoe. You know, it should be his shoe, his children. Everyone knows this is his shoe. He wanted his children. It should be this. He lost all his children. It's a shock about people who try to hog about people who try to hog mitzvahs. Agabit stucker the the gab Shesaka he hires workers Lusyed to plaster or L Chayo to put the paneling, the molding, my stuck. He's using the moistuka, he's just he's he's you know he's in charge of the building a p campaign, you know, and building it up. Ain't Lichta based madish he can Put a on these pages. This was done under the leadership of Pliny. When do you have the right to write your name on it? Is when you donate it. Now, that doesn't mean that if the Shul of doesn't mean that if the Shul votes. It says, we want to honor this guy for all his sweat that he put into arranging the building that they came for the plaque for him. What this is saying is, till now we saw that, law that you could insist when you donate something that your, your name is on it, but you can't insist if it wasn't your money and you just arranged it. We'll stop over here.